0: Hello and welcome to the Corridor of Uncertainty end of season awards. It's the first ever of our annual season awards. We've got your standard ones, a few weird ones as well, but it's 10 in total. Um, and I'm joined by, as always, Ben. Hello. And also uh, a familiar face. Not that you can see his face, Craig. Hello, hello. It's How a nice are we face both? As
1: well. It's a nice face.
0: It is a lovely face. How are we all?
1: I'm good. I'm good, mate. How are you?
0: Yeah, good. Trying to sound as not tired as possible, because I'm aware that I sound very tired when we record in the mornings, but I'm trying to lift myself.
1: No, I feel a bit, um, I've got something in the back of my throat as well, so. But
0: we're right. trying our best.
1: Yeah, we are. I've got my coffee
0: out as well. You all sound <laughs> great.
1: You all sound great. <laughs>
0: There we go. Right, we'll get started. We'll get we'll get through the obvious ones at the start, and then there's some more slightly not obvious ones towards the end. Um, and we'll start off with the big one, Player of the Season.
1: I feel like this one's quite obvious. I feel like there's only like two people that can really be between in my eyes. So, I'll go Ferrari Kane. I reckon. Okay. You know, it's it's all right being the top goal scorer and all, but when you top goal scorer and top assister, what, what else can you say?
0: Yeah, I mean that's absolutely right. Um, Thank you. I, I think. Oh, and by the way, we'll be there's we'll have to decide on one, so we'll all see have a discussion about the people that could potentially get put forward, but we'll decide on the actual answer to give this award out. Yes. Um, I think, obviously, a lot of City players have got to be looked at. You can't win the title without having names in the hat. Diaz would be one. Who else would be up there? Foden, maybe. Mahrez has had a really good season. Gundogan definitely up there. Breuner, Yeah. Um, But then, like you say, none of them, despite having a great team season there's no player that's had an individual season like Harry Kane yeah exactly um, but I don't know yeah I mean I'm happy to go with Harry Kane for this one to be honest I feel like
1: realistically if you're going to pick a City player you might have to go with um Ruben Diaz yeah but uh in my eyes Harry Kane t- today
2: I've got a mixy one.
1: Oh, go on.
0: Go
2: on. I went with uh, Thomas Suchek.
0: Oh, hello.
2: Interesting. I'm just thinking. He's been pretty consistent from start to to the finish, and probably without him, West Ham wouldn't have been anywhere near Europa League. Ah, uh, see, and... Craig. You've made a bit of an
1: error. You've, you've brought up on suit check where Luke would probably disagree and say it's the other centre defensive mid who made the bigger impact.
0: I would. Well, not necessarily the bigger impact. I'd say that Declan Rice is a much better player than Thomas <laughs> Um, Although, if you're talking about in terms of getting Europa League, there's a case for both. Declan Rice, you need him to get Europa League because his quality just. I mean, you saw what happened. They had a big drop-off when he was injured for a couple of weeks. Yeah, but, and, but then, on the other hand, Suchek's goals have probably earned West Ham a decent amount of points.
2: Yeah. I'm just um, thinking, goals-wise, until Jesse Lingo came in, no-one was really out there providing any goals. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that was just my mixy one because I thought we were all just going to go Kane. So, I think for... A better one. It was out there.
1: Well, thanks for trying to switch it up.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to think who else would be thrown in the in the ring.
1: Curtis Jones.
2: No. Uh, no.
0: It would be Fernandez would would have to be up there.
1: Yeah, Bruno's up there. Bruno um... had
2: a really good start to the season. Cool. I don't know if he dropped off or he was just that consistent that everyone sort of just got maybe, used maybe to Salah. It.
0: Yeah, it's just difficult to look at the the teams that didn't do as well as you'd hope for, and then, like Salah had such a good season, but it's weird to think that because you don't really think they did have such a good season. Yeah, and um, then all all of these players did have good seasons, but then like literally Kane topped the two charts that mean anything for a forward. So then for me, it was Kane and Dele.
1: Yeah, see, that's how I was going to put it between them. Bruno and third, probably, if I had to rank them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Next award is young player of the season.
1: And how how young do you have
0: to be to receive this? Uh, I think the rule is under 23. Under 23? Yeah. Can that be
1: 23 and under?
0: I mean, it can be if you want. I'll allow that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but there's only one name that springs to mind for me. And no, there's two. There's That's Phil Foden. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that is true
1: and all, but I think Mason Mount deserves a shout.
0: That's a very good shout.
1: Recently, a Champions League winner. I know it doesn't really it mean much because this is a, a Premier League podcast. Yeah. But still. I just want to say Mason Mount. I okay. think uh,
2: I think probably I think Foden edges it simply for the fact that probably like midway through the season he, he really started to kick up his form consistently. Whereas Mount sort of at the beginning and half like middle he wasn't the best but near the end when Tuchel came and he really did
1: no, see, I feel like Mount's been the best player for Chelsea this season, like the most consistent by far, in my eyes. Yeah, and just a bit of class, really. Like he's really sort of kept Chelsea where they are. He's won them games. I, I, I presume he's won them the most points in the team. Realistically,
0: he's he's. I mean, there's no doubt he's been incredible. And I said on the previous podcast, I got it completely wrong that I just I never realised how good he was until I can't remember what was the turning point but there was a moment I was like wow I've, like I didn't realise this guy was as good as he is like I'm understanding why Lampard is stuck with him every game pretty much yeah um his goals and assists aren't that high no they're not um but so in terms players... of points one Foden definitely would have won more points but Mount is a really shout, but I just think Foden's such an exciting young talent. And in terms of like a, a breakthrough season, this could be the one that we look back on and say this was the making of like a I think of the, the next generation. Is,
1: I don't think Mount actually plays as far up the pitch as Foden. Like at times we've seen Foden play as like, you know, the furthest man up, especially how City haven't played a striker for half the season. Yeah. Like I think Mount does drop deep, he's been in the defensive part more sometimes.
0: Yeah, so, that's true. Um like well, yeah. it for the Euros, it's definitely I think they're both in the team for me.
1: I'd start start them both, yeah.
0: Um but I actually
1: mean, I think Curtis Jones might deserve the award.
0: He's not getting anywhere near it. Fair enough. Um Worth So yeah. In. It's it's gonna be Phil Foden for our young player of the season because it's yeah, to one. But yeah, I'm, I'm, Mason Mount a really, really good shout.
1: Anyone else who could have come to mind?
0: Um,
1: Mason Greenwood's had a very good end to the season.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. Like these are the two that sort of just are just non-stop from from start to finish. Even if they've had like purple patches, there's not been yeah not been a real point in the season where you thought they were poor. No. Um, Oh
1: Declan Rice,
0: he's twenty-two. Yeah, he. That's another. That's a great shout as well. Um, yeah, that's a good one actually.
1: Cheers. Um, uh, Arsenal, Bukayo Saka, Emil Smith Rowe. Either of them? Nah.
0: I think they're they're. I think they're not on the same level. I think they're like your exciting young talents that you want, but these are like your generational talents, if you like.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Right, so we'll give our top three then. If if that's top, that. yeah.
0: So, what is it? Foden, Mount,
1: Decky Rice,
0: Deck and Rice. There you go. Okay, you yes. Old player of the season. Oh,
1: this one's easy for me. How Doesn't...
0: old? Is... I'm gonna go 31 and above. Oh. Um, and I thought I'd put this one in because didn't get enough credit, the oldies the golden oldies because in the PFA awards you get a young player of the season but we've Never got a bit credit oldies. to the players that it just their careers not the careers aren't halting at a certain age. They just keep going. Um so I feel like they deserve some credit too.
1: Right, well I'll 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 kick us off them. Go on. I don't really think you can argue this but I'll be interested to see if you do. Tiago Silva Thirty-six. Mm. Been, honestly, yeah, he had like he's had like one poor game, I think, and that was against um West Brom the first time around. But since then, he's really just he's really taken Chelsea by the balls and just sort of said, "Look, I'll demand I me and Aspeliquet will sort this defence out, and you just do what we tell you." And look where they've won the Champions League and I'm over the moon for him to be honest I've loved him for ages and he really just needed this part in his career and he's got it
0: yeah that's a very good point Um he's had a bit of time out due to injury but yeah there that's sort of just shown us how much better Chelsea are while he's in the team yeah um I think there's, there's a few nominees. There's, I think in previous seasons, there's been more... Like You've got the likes of Bamiang, who's had a massive drop-off. Yeah. Um, so he would have been up there.
1: Aguero could have been up there as well.
0: Yeah, Aguero. There's other, um, a lot of other defenders. I don't know why like, like Jan Vertonghen is in my mind right now. But there's there's no one that... like If you're looking at the City team, there's not really anyone that old in there. Um, Fernandinho... How
1: old is
0: I think 30. he's still, yeah, thirty or, or just about in his twenties. Fernandinho um, is the only one that springs to mind as a, an oldie, but he's not really played enough t- to get a shout in the Man United team. Cavani springs to mind. He's yeah, really improved them since since like, well, whenever he's there. Um, he and then the only one, other one, which I think you can't miss, is Jamie Vardy. Um,
1: yeah, Vardy could be up there actually.
0: Because despite not protecting like the second half of the season in terms of goals, it's not quite what we used to see. I think if you look at his overall... I mean, he's always in the Leicester team. He's not been dropped. He's no. he's the part of that incredible machine. And despite coming fifth, they did win an FA Cup and he was a crucial part in that. So yeah. well, the one that comes to mind first for me is Jeremy Vardy.
1: Yeah, I'd happily let Vardy have it,
2: actually. Yeah, the the thing is, you just I mean, he didn't have such a prol- prolific uh, goal-scoring season as he usually does. But he's he's playing a different role under Brendan Rodgers. He's not just running in behind every time. Yeah, he he's creating more space for for other people on the field now. Um, and it's working. well, it's working well for Leicester, isn't it? They just missed out in Champions League, so. I think it, it yeah. might be a bit different next season.
0: What for Leicester as a whole, or for Vardy?
2: For Vardy, I think this this might be his last season. Like where what, he's as, really, as, yeah, uh, where he's really consistent, and you know yeah. that if you give him a chance, he's going to score. But I have yeah. a feeling this this is going to be the last time we see that.
0: Yeah, I think you might have seen that in terms of how they kind of changed the the system to keep him. Keep him in the side, but also it might be a case of like we're looking to kind of plan for things after Vardy when his form isn't as Im- imperious as it has been in the last couple of seasons.
1: Yeah, I just sort of feel like they've sort of switched up the system, like you say, but I think Vardy still does play in the sort of role that he would want to because I think it's more Ian who drops deep uh, or deeper. You know, especially yeah. since Madison's out quite a lot of the time. Yeah. When they've played with two strikers, they've almost had like three more, um, well, less attacking midfielders because Telemans can do a good job there as well. And then, uh, in actual drop deeper, pick up the ball and transition it. I'm really excited to see that's the next season, essentially. Yeah. I hope Harvey Barnes is back soon, I hope. He was a good shout for young player of the season, but
0: yeah, yeah, if he yeah if he hadn't got injured, then hundred percent would have been. And James Justin as well probably would have been up there too. Yeah,
1: a lot of the Leicester guys, even um, Fafana.
0: Yeah, that's a good shout. Okay, um, oh Craig, I, I didn't write down what your answer was, so I'm I'm still not sure if we're going for Thiago Silva or Jamie Vardy. Uh, go Thiago
2: Silva. That's what that's
0: What a man. Right then. Um, I'll go for manager of the season next. There's a lot of nominees here and they're they're easy on the mind because there's only 20 of them to think about.
1: Manager of the season.
0: So you've pretty much, you narrow your nominees down to three, of course. Two cool. You could maybe argue a case for that. But then you say that's Champions League more than Premier League. Moyes has got to be there. Bielsa's got to be there. Rodgers Rogers. probably got to be there. Um, Dean
1: Smith, maybe.
0: Dean Smith, maybe. Um, and then there's no sort of, there's not really a manager that sort of survived the relegation. Script. You wouldn't expect them to survive. So in, in the lower reaches of the Premier League, there's not really a shout. So it is really Leeds, Leicester, Man City, West Ham. I would say could you. Not thought,
1: argue for Ollie?
0: You could, but if you looked at the start of the season, would it have been much different? How? What would you want? You probably would say City might be a bit too good. Yeah. Liverpool might be a bit too good. Right, we'll be we'll before they beat beaten Liverpool, so they're one place above what they should be. Yeah. It's and it, and team. it's not like they. It's not like they took the fight to City. That's the problem. If 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 United had brought it down to the last day, and and or even the last couple, then it might have been a bit more impressive. But it's because it was over so soon that anybody in the in the in traditional team, yeah. top four, like that you expect them to be, then
1: yeah, I think if you're
0: you- only there, then you need to do something impressive.
1: There's definitely some positives to take if you're a uh, United fan. But there's only so much positives you can take where you need to start looking at the negatives. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure if I was a, a um, United fan, I'd be over the moon with the season.
2: I, yeah. I do think you, you look at Man United and you go, oh, they've got second place. That's really well. Oh, they've done, done really well there. But at the same time, you look at the amount of points that every single team's got this season. It's not been great. And teams have lost points where... In previous seasons, teams like City and Liverpool have absolutely dominated. And if teams like Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City next year go in with that attitude where they're not dropping many points, then it's not going to look very up. good with United. Like They're, they're yeah. just going to look like a top four team instead of yeah. challenging for the, the title. So
0: Yeah, you are 100% right with that because if you look... the the gap, the the positions is not a big setup, up but the gap is that's a lot of points to get. Uh, and yeah, you the cat Liverpool you would expect to be with what well, they've signed another centre-back already. So oh, And plus Van Dyke will be back. You hope Henderson will get through the Euros and he'll be back. And Liverpool will probably take the fight again. Chelsea look really, really strong at the moment. So you'd imagine they would jump above United as well. Uh, and then then you United are struggling in, in fourth at that point. So and and there's and other Leicester teams
1: could that... have to, to say yeah. about it as well. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, and, and Leicester recruitment is always dangerous because they're able to pick up players that aren't really on other play, uh, teams' radar. Yeah,
1: I, I I genuinely don't even think Leicester need to make that many signings. Really,
0: I think um, they just need to give themselves a bit of depth.
1: Yeah, probably. And they've uh, got someone. on on the go, aren't they I've forgotten his name. I think it's is like
0: it Suame or yeah. About. Samara, yeah,
1: Samara, that's not the one, but uh, something like that from um Lille, I think it is, yeah, just won the league, so he'll be off. Oh, there. Yeah,
0: I mean, Lille's team has been absolutely decimated. I mean, it, it lost, has. their manager as well, and I think, yeah, so that's Suame's gone, they've lost their keeper, he's gone to Milan. Um, there's a few others that are on the way out and there's a few others that are about thirty five years old so they won't be there for, for that long either so
1: doesn't sound great does it
0: yeah they all could end up in like tenth position next season to be honest
1: they they could hopefully they don't but they yeah.
0: could all right anyway we we digress we do uh manager of the season I don't know how we end up in Leo. A... Um
1: yeah. I'll go with Rogers really Yeah, I think so. Uh, I was disappointed in the fact that they didn't manage to get top four. I really wanted them to beat Chelsea to it because I thought Chelsea were going to win the Champions League, which they did. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Um, Which I presume most of you have. But, um, yeah, I think Rodgers spent the longest time in the top four. He's had some really solid performances. I think he's beaten all of... He's beaten definitely beat uh, City and Liverpool this season. Yeah, um, he might have also beaten United. He definitely did in the FA Cup. I don't remember. Anyway, I just think he's had a, a really good season. He's got most. He's got all his team playing, whereas teams like Liverpool and City have both got players that just haven't turned up. Whereas Rodgers really seems to be grinding his uh his team into the ground getting everyone given 100% or more I think he's a
0: great manager Yeah and I, I think we said it in a previous podcast if you everyone's sort of disappointed that Bexler don't finish in the top four this season but Leicester aren't one of the teams that in terms of the the money that they've got despite spending a decent amount of money in recent years and despite their and also they're not a team that's historically in the top four as no. much as we expect it, because they just missed out on it last year and now they've just missed out on it this year. It was only one year they got it. Yeah. So, I'm not sure where the sort of ex- certain expectation that Leicester should have got it. it was only because of how well they were playing is why they were up there. But yeah, a, a few additions to squad depth and they should be can continuing to fight next year. But then, again, if you like we said, City will be better, Liverpool will be better. And Chelsea are better, and if those free in particular, just really can't compete with that. It's no. it's almost impossible. Um, and then and Man United as well could. That you, know, you wouldn't be surprised if they spent another hundred and fifty million, and and they're the ones furthest away from Leicester at the moment. So yeah, it's going to be okay. tough. It's always tough, and and that just shows how good a job Leicester are doing because they're the kind of teams, the powerhouses that they've got to compete with, and they are, and they're so good that we think they should be there. I
1: think they're on the up, but they've just got to not fall into the trap of not carrying on going up. You know, yeah. and not staying stagnant or going down, like you say. Yeah,
0: they're
1: not going to go down into, <laughs> like, the yeah, League.
0: yeah, dropping out of the Europe European spots. Yeah. Okay, Craig, who are you? Who's your nominee?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with David Moyes. I like I just, that. I, like I don't that. know if. I don't know if, if I'm doing this right because I don't know if necessarily he's the sole reason why West Ham performed so well this season. But I definitely think he's played a, a big part, especially like getting his players motivated and and keeping them going. Um, the tactics never really changed at all throughout the okay. season. But still played the same football, um, typical Moyes style, but yeah to get european football it's it's a good achievement especially financially wise because they might actually be able to go out and buy some um, some more players to add to their squad for next season
0: yeah i mean that's
2: totally that anyone had seen west ham up there
0: at the start of the season it would have been you you just told them they're mental there was no there was I'm no sign...
1: nobody thought that they were going to get there yeah
0: there was no chance yeah, you said. say it, it's Moyes has done wonders. The signings as well. He's, you say, typical Moyes, and he's got his, he's got his Fellaini character that he's had at Everton and United, and now he's got him at uh, Sucek, um at West Ham. So he, he is it is a very regular or, or way of playing, you could say, but it works. It's been absolutely sensational. Disappointing to to drop off at the end, but like I say, with Leicester, there's no, they shouldn't really be up there in the first place no. so um, to get Europa League is just sensational and for the fans it would be great to, to get out and about next season um, throughout Europe yeah exactly um, and yeah it's just I, I'll be interested to see how they perform in the league they've obviously got Lingard and to try and get back or, or Rice to try and keep hold of us if, if Rice has a really good Euros he could, um, be, off. He could be off Um but we'll see. Uh, for now, just enjoy it, West Ham. You're having, it. You're having a great season. Um, you deserve it. You, you deserve it. But I'm not uh, going to go for David mice You're not? I'm not. Well, it's just going to be difficult for us because we are all going to put forward three different cases.
1: Oh, it's going to be pet yeah. for you, surely.
0: Uh, I'm going to go for Marcelo Bielsa.
1: Oh. Okay. Garrett, do you um,
0: I've changed my mind since... I can't remember the last... We did a weekend roundup a few... Months ago now, probably, um, where we were discussing Moyes the manager of the season and who else was uh, up there, and I sort of guy with the but I don't know why he's managed to play an incredible brand of football with Leeds um, as a newly promoted side with a squad that really, on paper, is not very good. <laughs> um, And they've just kept getting better and better and better. They've beaten all of the top six, um, I think. Uh, And uh, especially at home, they're unbeaten against the top six. Um, Yeah, they haven't beaten us. um, But I I just think they're incredible. They've got a lot better defensively at the back uh, from the turn of the year. Um, Obviously, there was a lot of worries with this to style that it would just get undone. When, he, when they stepped up to the Premier League and it would just be too easy to work out. And, and there were points at the start of the season and we, we thought that was going to be the case because we saw was it the first game of the season against Liverpool? Yeah, it was. Where, where we pretty much regarded it as Leeds are just going to try and score more goals. But there's a lot more to it than that. Um, and, and I think they've just been incredible. I expected to be able to burn out. That didn't happen. They just got better and better and better. They dealt with a few injuries. Took, took them in their stride and, and just carried on going to the end and, and they were fantastic and I think I expect it to continue next season obviously you'd have the worry of the um, second season syndrome but I think Bielsa's got the got enough now to get himself around that
1: yeah I think you're, you're right I don't really think Leeds are going to be uh, like Sheffield United I guess yeah but um, what do I know
0: what do you know um okay, so now we need to decide. Um what we think.
1: I think I'm right, so
0: <laughs> I would be more inclined to go to Moyes, I think, than Rogers.
1: No, I'm happy to go for Moyes. I go. think um he's definitely definitely achieved a lot this season. Probably made the biggest improvement from last season anyway. Yeah. So we can go for Moise it? we ain't going for Pep.
0: Yeah, no nominations for Pep. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm. Do you know what? I, I wasn't the biggest fan, but after the other night, I'm. I just don't like the man. I've decided. What What was he thinking? That's I quite one.
0: like him, but I just think he's uh, he's had a shocker on on the biggest stage, and that's difficult to hide from.
1: The squad selection, though, man. Poor.
0: Yeah, it was poor. Uh, it was obvious as well. It was obviously poor. I don't know quite what the thinking I, was behind it.
1: I think he'd have been all right if he'd started one of an actual striker or Rodri or Fernandinho.
0: I think, yeah. I think if... I mean, it's easy in hindsight because this could well have worked and we would have been... Just sat like, with our
1: tails doing our legs, yeah.
0: Yeah, praising him for being a tactical genius. I might not uh, do that if that's all right, but yeah. But, but yeah... Um, I think in hindsight, it's always easy to criticise what's gone wrong. And um, yes. yeah, for me, if he had just stuck Rodrigo or Fernandinho in the middle, that I also didn't. think Vinchenko had a bit of a poor game. But I don't think it, you can really say on, that he didn't deserve to be in the starting eleven in the first place. So that wasn't, on paper, a big mistake. But I think had you had Cancelo in there, it might have been a bit more. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. But I don't 12. think <laughs> I don't
1: like you said. I don't think. Um... Zinchenko's poor performance was enough on its own to say that's why you lost the final. Whereas I think you could say the fact that you took so long to bring a striker on. Not that we can really, again, argue that because of what we've seen for the majority of the season. But uh, I think the
0: uh, season- Yeah, I think it was the defensive mid, yeah. The the, the missing piece was Fernandinho or Rodríguez. I didn't understand that one whatsoever, yeah. especially yeah. with the players that Chelsea have got literally just Set them up perfectly,
1: yeah. And yep. Chelsea looked all over them first half, especially.
0: Yeah, and, and even in the second half, as much as Chelsea weren't getting at them, and then there was the first half was incredible, like end to end, it was great. Yeah, but was. as much as Chelsea weren't getting at them in the second half, there wasn't really that many City chances. No, I,
1: especially after De Bruyne went off, it all just sort of died off a bit, didn't it?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
1: get better soon, Kevin.
2: Oh, well, I feel like that team, the way it was selected was, it was more off of how Chelsea played against City and was it the semi-final of the FA Cup? Oh, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But, um, the, the one that, they, the one that um, well, Chelsea won both. They, they played them in the FA Cup and then... Yeah, in the Premier League. But that's when Pep just went mental and just started playing in random formation just for a laugh.
2: Yeah, so so I thought what watching that game, the way Chelsea played is they just absolutely played Jesus out of the game to the point where they might have like they he didn't even need to be on the pitch. So I feel like the Pep was kind of think going into it, maybe thinking that Tuchel was gonna do the same and just play striker out of the game and make yeah. him just null. So I didn't think it was a. It wasn't a bad choice if you're thinking on Pep's side, but at the same time, you need at least Fernandinho in that midfield with a bit of experience, especially in a final. You just need that one player to take control of things and at least make your defence feel a bit secure. Just yeah, and it made Gundogan
0: that as well because Gundogan was just in the, like not really in, getting involved and. We've seen how incredible he can be making late runs into the box, but he was never in the position to do that.
1: He was the one doing the defending, if anything, because the other two yeah. were Foden and, um, well, Bernardo Silva, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but as much as Foden's good and all, he didn't really do anything. Bless him. He looked lively at points, but he, like I said earlier, just all sort of died off after Kevin De Bruyne walked off. Yeah. And they spent too long... With the best striker in the league, well, one of on the bench, seventy fifth minute. What are you thinking? I was I'd have brought him on half time because yeah. unlike Jesus, he would not have been able to play out, be played out the game so easily because he's something incredible.
0: In yeah, one, I, mean, I mean, I mean, it made sense not to play a striker because that's what's been so successful for all of them. But but after mean,
1: you're not getting enough chances. Really, yeah. City were lucky that it wasn't about 3-0, because if Timo Werner was about yeah. half of any other striker in the league, it probably would have been about 2-0 at least.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, we say all this, but Chelsea were just incredible, really. That's the main thing. As much as City, like, you can pick pick it apart, Chelsea were down to a man, absolutely sensational. And we've spoken about Thiago Silva being old player of the season. But, um, Even when he went off, you'd think, oh, City have got a chance here. But Christensen came in absolutely rock solid at the back. Reese James was incredible. Um, Havertz took his chance. Mount was great again. Kante, of course. Um, And yeah, everybody just did their job perfectly. See, I
1: was trying not to bring up Kante earlier for a player of the season
0: because he seems like he's been the Champions League player of the season.
1: But yeah, believe is so good. Like, Aussie games. But when I'm doing Kante's playing, especially because I think he missed a lot last season, didn't he? Yeah. When he's on the pitch, he just looks like different gravy.
0: He's so good. Different gravy to what kind of gravy? It's like beef gravy. I'd so, say. what kind of gravy is Kante? But he is beef gravy, or he's, he's different to beef gravy. He's
1: in Golo him. gravy.
0: Golo gravy.
1: He's so not,
0: good, though. I'm, not, I'm just trying to think now. You said that. I, I just don't understand what that saying means. He's different, Gravy. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It means
1: he's the best player in the world.
0: Yeah, I, I know what, After what your intent was.
1: And Curtis Jones. And you
0: haven't... Inc- yeah, anyway. Never mind. That's our <laughs> Champions League review done in the middle of nowhere. I don't think <laughs> yeah, about that. I don't, where did we even, How did we even get to Chelsea? Oh,
1: said, Pep. Uh,
0: we were talking about Pep. Yeah. Okay, right. There you go. Uh, on to the next award right the next one um, we'll go for the, the positive side of this first we'll go for signing of the season okay Um. so yeah there's quite a decent amount of nominees for this there's some that have already been mentioned some that perhaps haven't obviously you've got um, Thiago Silva Thomas Suchek um, Ruben Diaz Edison Cavani we've mentioned as well. Um uh, trying to think of somebody else that might have helped the team.
1: Okay, uh, well, I am I think it's pretty obvious. I'm going to go for Ruben Diaz. I think yeah. Jesus Navas on a bike this night. This guy's really um, sorted the defence of City out, especially after last season. We saw it was a bit shaky at times, you know, especially when Laporte wasn't in there. They looked a bit Dodgy, but not only has this man like turned up with a quality performance for himself, he's almost carried John Stones on his back as well and turned him back into a player we've seen him be before. So, I think
0: he deserves it. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, I think it's slightly harsh on John Stone. I think John Stones does have a bit of a part to play in his own performances. Well, obviously, Um,
1: it's just like. This is. Sort yeah, of I think broader.
0: partnership has been solid, and I think yeah, Diaz has definitely brought the best out of Stones. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I've gone for Diaz as well. There's a lot of there was a lot of really good signings, but they were the ones that, had adju- well, he was the one that seems to have made the sort of breaking yeah. impact. Yeah, but I imagine. If if we're sticking with Craig's uh, West Ham theme, going for two as player of the season, Moyes' manager of the season, we should have Sujeck here as well, should we not, Craig?
2: Yeah, well, uh, that's what I, I feel like. I can't go Sujeck again, though.
0: All oh, right, right, you can change I'm, it. I'm, I'm not going to force you. Take I'm going to go
2: Cavani because mm-hmm. I just feel like he's bailed them out so many times. He he was free. He didn't cost them anything. Well. Probably a wagey contract, but that's why I'm <laughs> um but yeah, I just feel like he's he's just a poacher. He takes his chances and he did score a good goal where he um lobbed the keeper the other day. So that that that's but otherwise I think Diaz is just Do you just know what though? Season. You say
1: you say Cavani. Do you know Bale's been involved inv- inv- involved in more um chances? this season. I think he's got more goals and in less games. So, I don't think we should uh, extinguish Bale, actually, because I think a lot of people were expecting a lot more from him. But, he's still actually been really, really good. So, I think Bale deserves a even just a mention.
0: Yeah, I think Bale's been... I mean, it was... I'm not sure what I expected from Bale. I mean, there was no reason for anyone to expect him to set the world but, like, having not really played for a couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, and you could see that. And to be honest, after you gave him half a season, that's when he sort of came into it. And perhaps he needed half a season to get back to playing games because he hadn't done that for a long time. Um, Definitely. Because when, even when you see players come back from big injuries, they're sort of slowly like integrated back into the team so that's probably that's pretty much what it was but just a massive injury because it was a long long time without yeah. consistent games um but i think on a on the cavani front yeah if if you look at a man united team without him in it it's Dodge, it's, yeah. it's not nothing yeah because we they saw marshall season really disappointing um And there isn't anyone. So, in in terms of being absolutely crucial to the success of the team, then Cavani's probably up there too.
1: The last name I want to mention then, before we, my guest, vote unless anyone else wants to do one, is uh, Jota. I think he's been a bright spark as well.
2: Yeah. When he's been playing, he probably, Liverpool probably would have had a more successful season if he didn't get injured when he did. Yeah. Um, But you could say that about any. Liverpool player because loads of them got injured at a a difficult time but I think just the where the difference is between Chelsea and Man City compared to Liverpool is that squad that if they have someone injured they have someone else with just as good quality to come in and replace um which I think really let Liverpool down the season so yeah exactly
0: um and yeah, to be fair though, I, I didn't really think about it, Jota, but if you said at the start of the season that pretty much none of your front three is going to get injured, yeah, one of your attacking options is going to be a big miss. That would have been a surprise, wouldn't it? Yeah. But how big a miss Jota was, despite the fact you still had Mane, Firmino and Salah pretty much over again.
1: Exactly. Like, there's the know, pal- COVID it. or whatnot. Yeah, but... yeah realistically and Jota was out for quite a lot this season himself actually yeah he missed a good two three months I'd say yeah so I just think nine goals is pretty decent on the whole probably yeah. I mean, think
0: there's, there's definitely a lot of signings as well lower down that have impressed Um, any Brighton
1: ones come to mind
0: I mean Ben White wasn't like a signing but he's come into to Brighton and uh, hit the ground running. Yep. yep. Um, ben Godfrey, another one.
1: Yep, not wrong.
0: He's been really good. Um, obviously not for Brighton. I've, I've finished listening to Brighton players. Eze, um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's getting a mention at some point in here. Um, I know he, he's got to deserve a mention. Um,
1: I thought you might bring him up for the young player of the season, to be honest, mate.
0: I was going to try and get him in <laughs> as many as possible, but I've just decided to get him in the ones where I believe in him. And I'm just so heartbroken about it. I can't really talk about it at the moment. Does it make you upset? In the England squad, he was. He was in the England 33 until the injury. That's just heartbreaking, isn't it?
1: Was he, though?
0: Yeah, it's it's factual information. Is it, or are you making it up? Andros Townsend put it on Twitter saying that the Crystal Palace dressing room were in tears because he got his Achilles injury, went back into the dressing room. And there was a message on his phone saying he was set to be in the provisional thirty-three. Really? I yes. can't.
1: I can't tell if you are porcupine or not.
0: No. Why would I just randomly pick Andrew Townsend? Andrew Townsend is a presenter on Talksport as well, so he went on there
1: for quite a few years. Luke. You have the ability to come out with the most random player.
0: No, it, it's actually it's real information. I'll send it to you after this. He was set to, to be. You
1: don't have to. Now you've threatened to send it to me. I believe you.
0: It was set to it, and I, I, that when I saw that, I was just, oh my god! Imagine what he's feeling right now. But Abir, I'm with you, mate. I'm, I'm sorry about it, but you'll be there. You'll be there soon. be at the World Cup. Exactly. Um. But yeah, they, like I say, every, every there's been a lot of good signings, but I think, I think we've agreed on Diaz. Uh, two votes to one. We can give it to Diaz. Okay, then I'm gonna. The next award is the like the flop of the season, but I'm gonna kind of change it to disappointment of the season, okay? Um, so, it doesn't necessarily have to be a signing, um, maybe just somebody that's not performed as well as you want them to or expected them to.
1: All right, um, I've got one which seems really harsh. Go on. follow silver from Wolves, really? Yeah, I. I He's, it, it, like I say, it's really harsh because he's about twelve years old, but um, he's just not brought what I was expecting. I mean, obviously, there's another player who I was expecting the world from and gave me about three quarters of it, especially towards the end of the season. Thiago, I don't want to come across as biased, but um, yeah. he did turn up in the end for Liverpool in in a bit anyway. Yeah. Whereas we haven't seen anything from Silver really at many any points, scored a couple penalties. I think he might have got a couple goals. Don't know off the top of my head.
0: I I, I think he probably got about. I think I think he's probably got four. I guess
1: and two of those at least two were penalties. Yeah. Um. But no, I was just quite. I was expecting quite a lot. You know, massive price tag for. 17 or 18 year old I think he was 18 when he signed he's now he's still 18 yeah so um...
0: but I feel like the price tag's based on what he's going to be not what he is
1: yeah and when he's going to be something
0: he needs to have I'll give him
1: till next season before I make my final verdict but I was just disappointed
0: yeah I I think I think he's been harshly judged yeah Um...
1: like I said it's harsh
0: yeah. I yeah. was
1: expecting quite a lot and he's had to be fair he's been thrown in the deep end really like Wolves had to sign another striker obviously in January but that's all good Raul Jimenez has been injured since November.
0: Yeah. And
1: there's not much he can really do about it because you know, you know who else are they going to play up front. Yeah. Pe- Pedro Neto is a excitement of the season I guess.
0: Yeah, well, well we've got uh, got an award for that so that's all oh, right. good. Um
1: but Don't copy my answer.
0: OK. Um, right. I think, yeah, there's a few. If you're looking at players that you expected to form better based on previous seasons, you've got the likes of Mane at Liverpool. Yeah. Not, not hit the heights that he has. Um. Who else has been disappointing, let me think?
1: Quite a lot of Liverpool had... players, to be honest.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm trying... I had one in my head and it's just completely gone out the window.
1: What, a Liverpool player?
0: No, just a, a there was a new signing, but I can't remember if it I had in my. Head. Tellers, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's less that he's been disappointing, and just more that Shaw's been incredible.
1: I was going to bring him up in the uh, signings of the summer, just because of what they've got out of Shaw, because of it. But uh,
0: yeah, that's true. Um, might be a bit stupid, so I didn't. <laughs> that's really annoyed me. Oh, Ben Rama, he's been disappointing. He has. Um. Again a player that like I, I guess you could be you'd be willing to give him another season before he hits the ground running. Um but it's just taken him sort of, a long time. He sort of broke um,
1: out at the end, didn't he?
0: Yeah, it, uh, and only a little bit as well. Um
1: yeah, not like not as much as uh yeah. <laughs> Tiago Argo.
0: But yeah, I, I think there was a lot of comparisons, obviously Ben Rama coming from Brentford and Ezzy coming from QPR that Ben Rama was a better player and I think that's been shown that that's definitely not the case Um, and considering how much more development's got as he's got than Ben Rama who's I think 27 or 28 um, then yeah it's really next season or break for Ben Rama to prove himself as a a really good Premier League player like everyone expected him to be Um, or is he just one of those championship players that just literally He's too good for the championship. And, and because of the way he plays, it looks so good because he's just sort of like a silky player. Um, but, yeah, it's between ben Rama and Mane for me. But I think I'm going to go for... I don't know who I'm going to go for. Go on, Craig. You say who you're going to go for, and then I'll see if that sways my decision, even if you pick somebody else completely.
1: Okay, we've had a bit of a technical difficulty here
2: yeah we have
1: so Craig's had to shoot off somewhere and we'll just finish up I guess
0: yeah but he has informed us that his disappointment of the season was also Sadio Mane Fabio so
1: was Silva wasn't it it, wasn't, it, it, was,
0: was. it was definitely Sadio Mane so Sadio Mane is the disappointment of the season outrageous
1: it's because he's, so, he's so good
0: uh, yeah that is true um, because that's what, what what we expect of him because he's so good but we didn't see it. it.
1: Just it just hurts, man. You know.
0: Um, what do you want to do next? Go. We'll go for gold of the season next. Um. Oh, this one's tough. Because this one, I can get an as easy goal in versus Sheffield United, and that's what I'm going to do. All right. The the one the first game against Sheffield United, not the second one. The second one yeah. was also a very good goal but it was just deflected. Also scored a really good free kick. I can't remember who that was against, but that was lovely as well. What, well, Eze? Yeah.
1: All right, okay. Um, I've really struggled to think, like, all the goals of the season have just gone out of my head. So the only real one that pops into my mind is one that came out, like, is it, just, like, two or three weeks ago? Is Ferran Torres, because that was quite nice.
0: Yeah, that's um, a good one.
1: In terms of things you don't actually see very often, though, what do you see less than a goalkeeper scoring?
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And it wasn't even a half shabby goal. I mean, it's a bit of a head.
0: Yeah, I know it's. Um, I mean, the I don't know how to say it. The, the goal wasn't particularly oh, exceptional. Like if if somebody else scored it, it would have been a good header from a corner. Yeah, but because it's Allison, then it's incredible. It's just- it's just interesting, really, in it. Like, it's not,
1: it's not by any means that great of a goal.
0: But, um, and to be honest, I'm sure we're missing lots of goals. But I just like the early, early season goals. I can't oh, definitely.
1: I can't think of one off the top of my head, man. Me neither. Um,
0: should we leave that one in case anything comes back to it? Comes yeah, back. Yeah, we'll, to we'll leave that. Um, uh, I feel
1: like there was quite a good goal by a Burnley player. I feel like it might be McNeil.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Now I think it was it against Everton. I think it was, it was against Everton. Something
1: like that. It was just an absolute thunder strike.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um,
1: I'll try and remember.
0: But we'll go through the rest, and we'll come back to that at the end, and if, just in case anything jogs on my memory while we're there.
1: Lingard's got something, hasn't he? He's had something great. Oh, yeah,
0: he's gone on. A oh, couple... there's the Rabona. Oh, yeah. It's got to be that, hasn't it, really? It's, it's got, got to be, that. be it. There we go. Eric Lamela. You've done it.
1: Sorry, any Spurs fans? Just sat there going...
0: Arr, arr. There you go. That's that That's one done as well. Right, then. <laughs> uh, we've got four to go. We have. I'm going to go for the good surprise of the season. So, somebody... Could be an a signing, like like signing the season. Could just be someone that you didn't quite expect to to be as good as they were. They didn't have to have set the world right. They just have thought, oh, he was good. Glad to see it. Yeah. So, uh, have you got anyone that surprised you in a good way?
1: Um. Well, Pedro Neto. Yeah. Uh. I really enjoyed watching him, and I did. Uh, I again, I can't really think of the top of my head.
0: The one that I Mason think- Mount
1: really surprised me in a nice way. Yeah, that's a good really, one too. wasn't really like a shock at the same time, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was like a shock. I was like, right, this guy is that good. He's so, so good. Bamford is the one. Yeah. Um, Watkins as well. Um,
1: really switched up.
0: Yeah, but the one I've gone for, which is a bit weird, but this is what surprised me, is Pierre Emil Hoiberg. Right. Yeah. Because I just think he's had a really, really solid season for Spurs in in a team that's not really had a solid season. I think he's been really good. Um, and when when he, that he signed him from Southampton, it was a bit of a. Where that come from? I don't. Yeah, make much sense, but I think we've seen why. And I think he's been really good. Um,
1: no, he has been incredible. Um, that's why I surprised. In a struggling team, if anything.
0: Yeah, but so that's why he surprised me.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong, mate. I, um, I think that's a good shout. But in terms of just overall excitement, you could over... he's... yeah, he does the dirty work, doesn't
2: he? He does. Yeah,
1: I like a dirty player like that.
0: Um, so what, See, now what I'm I getting f-
1: loads of ideas for things I should have said earlier, for goodness sake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? For, like, for what?
1: The disappointment, like,
0: uh, damn it,
1: should have said something earlier. Oh well. Um, yeah, we can go with Hoiberg. Oh, no, okay. My answer would have been like Neto or Mount, but it's not as big a shock, I guess. I think. Hoiberg was just like a bit of a, a basic midfielder before, and now he's somebody kind more in of... the public eye, isn't he?
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll go for the random appreciation award next, the random uh, appreciation. which is just just an award for a player that we we just suddenly like. It could be because they posted something funny on Twitter. It could be because you liked how they played. Could be because. They got you lots of FPL points. It could be anything. Just a player that you weren't really aware of or, or just didn't have any opinion of before. But now, you, you love them. They're just a lovely guy. And you just have that appreciation for the player. Um, Could be based on quality. Could be just completely, like I say, a random appreciation. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do, do, do you
1: have one or...?
0: The one for me that springs to mind, um, Patrick Bamford is one. Okay. Because both on on the The field and off the field, um, off the field his interviews have been great to watch. Um, Also, his FPL points have been very nice to me. Um, And and uh, back on the interviews, it's good to see players come out and have just normal people. Like... I've been watching a lot of stuff recently that said footballers for a long time have been sort of characters and they come out and they say the same stuff in the press that they're told to and their sort of personalities are just hidden. Um, yeah. Partly due to the fact that they're not, they're a bit worried about what the press is going to do to whatever they say. Um, but I think now we're seeing a lot more interviews like the likes of James Madison is another one. Um, where we're play, we're we're able to see the personalities in players, which is great because it just gives us another reason to like players rather than just what they're doing on a Saturday. Um, yeah, so, yeah. And and then also on the pitch, I've been completely surprised with Patrick Bamford as well. So true. Uh, and then and then on a purely FPL front, Stuart Dallas has been an absolute hero for me as well. Um, but I think I'm going to have to go for for Patrick Bamford for my random appreciation. I feel like this
1: one's quite a hard award because I don't appreciate him like that, <laughs> but um, like well, like you do. But yeah, you're not wrong. I like especially how they are using these interviews to either criticize the game in some way, like in in a productive way most of the time. But uh, somebody gave quite a good interview the other day. I thought anyway, Kai Havertz made me laugh quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I've, I've come to appreciate him a lot more recently, especially like, I remember we had a, a, a our roundup a few weeks ago and I said that he was just, he genuinely does look really good as well. Like, he's definitely come on a bit from the start.
0: Yeah, too. under cool especially.
1: So. Yeah. But,
0: um, could be a manager as well. Could be, could, be, anything. could be a fan. Um. I don't know why it would be a fan. This could be literally anything you want it to be. It could be a club. could be... Still love Mike you could... Dean. He, well, that's outrageous. I
1: know, I know you hate him.
0: Um, it's outrageous. Just trying to think of other players that have just sort of... I just randomly... like Just someone that you thought, oh, I'll, I'll give them a follow on Instagram because they seem... I, I follow quite a
1: lot of people on Instagram. Um... Declan Rice I've really come to appreciate as well yeah but most of the people I was already um appreciate and they're
0: always they're kind of um. I mean it's not that random because they're really good as well exactly I think I'll go for ra-
1: habits is my one then but... right
0: I'm going to go for Stuart Dallas because I feel like that's the most random one
1: <laughs> is that what you would that's that what you were trying to achieve?
0: Yeah, oh, because I, I mean, Alex is a good one. Bamford is good. I mean, we all know he's good now. But Stuart Dallas is is, I mean, on the pitch too. He's been a bit... I mean, he's been everywhere, hasn't he? There's not a position on the pitch he hasn't played. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of... I mean, Graham Potter's not that random for me. Graham Potter's probably my shout. Um, is that random?
1: What Stuart Dallas?
0: No, Graham Potter.
1: No, you think about him every night and day.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's how much I appreciate him. But I guess that's based on incredible footballing performances, so it's not that random either. You've just got some weird attachment to that man. He's a legend of the game. Right, are we going with Stuart
1: Stuart Dallas then? Well, you can, and I'll go for Kai Havertz.
0: Right, we'll go for. Oh, oh.
1: you can't really. (laughs) This is more of a personal one, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, okay, but, uh, so it's a, we a joint award. We, no, sure. we do a joint award, joint award. Havertz and Dallas are the joint winners of the first ever random appreciation I before the team podcast end of season awards winner. Okay, yeah. two to go. We've got haircut of the season up next.
1: Haircut of the
0: season? And certainly a late nominee for me has got to be Reese James.
1: Yeah, I really liked it.
0: I thought I it suited him very much. I, like, the first time I saw it, I didn't even realize it was him.
1: No, I really liked it, and I was speaking to uh, the people I was watching the match with, and they were like, "What the hell's he done to his hair?" And I was like, "No, I think it looks really nice."
0: I did like it too, um, but yeah, there's obviously only one man for me, and that's a beer. There's there's no better haircut in football than that for I knew me. You were going to say that. I don't know why.
1: Um, well, you're wrong because Sadio Mane still has the best uh, haircut going.
0: Sadio Mane does not have a good haircut at all. it's
1: does. sick,
0: doesn't he? Like half of his hair line's missing.
1: Yeah, but he makes it work.
0: <laughs> How is that the best one? There's so many better. No, haircuts. No.
1: I think he deserves the shout basically because he loves his hair, bless him. Um, I, also, it's not the greatest haircut, but. I, didn't, I used to hate his hair, and now he's sort of sawed it out a bit. Declan Rice. Right. He's added a bit of style to his game. I thought, <laughs> I'd, I thought I'd put that one out there.
0: Um, I think Luke Ayling's got to have a shout for having <laughs> so much hair. I didn't realise how much... When he did that celebration, when his goal got disallowed by VAR, I didn't realise how much hair was tied up in that top knot. That after, is a lot.
1: After Leeds team have all got about... They all look like cavemen, for goodness sake.
0: Yeah, I think Calvin Phillips sort of got out of it a bit, didn't he? he? Got his some sort of cornrows or whatever it was going on. Yeah, he did actually. You're right. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of top knots that can be Pogba. included. Pogba's, hard Pogba's, Pogba's had a few. Yeah, that's mm. true.
1: I guess you can yeah. go for um, Pep Guardiola as well.
0: Pep's got a lovely, lovely head of hair. Consistent. Though. You've got to give him that. Yeah. Um, I've I've never seen yeah. Pep with a with a bad hair day. Um Who else is there? There's definitely a few that we that we're missing that have, have got a lovely head of hair. Um, I'm I'm sticking with Ezzy for mine.
1: All right. Into most improved, I'll go for Declan Rice. Saw,
0: most he saw, improved. He sort. He right, well, I might separate that into two different yeah, you best you have to... and best haircut.
1: Are you are you happy to do that?
0: Yeah, happy with that.
1: Or, or maybe Rhys James deserves best haircut because Eze hasn't. I think I quite liked his haircut the other day. I kind of wish there's a couple there's a couple haircuts in football that I think maybe I could try that, but I never do.
0: You, were you on the same as Rhys James?
1: No, not that one.
0: I was gonna say you don't seem like the kind of guy that can pull off the Reese James haircut. No, you.
1: I don't think I've got the the right sort of air,
0: definitely not uh
1: I was tempted to try the r nine at some point in lockdown but never did
0: but well, I'd like to see that still would you I would all right then. Like the last the
1: one. as well I don't know why I think I just love the man though
0: yeah I think you did that's the problem it's not very exciting it's not that exciting <laughs> um Sure mush, Mr. Mr. I think he's got out. There's a lot of bold people or very like, close to bold, like just shaved heads. Tiago,
1: uh, no, Tiago Alcantara, sorry.
0: Yeah, one. exactly. That's what I'm thinking. There's quite a few.
1: Aguero's sort of his trim out as well, actually. Maybe he could deserve a shout for a uh, most improved.
0: Yeah. Um. Did you highlight these James's head before we cut it there? That's probably... That's alright
1: yeah, You're right. You're right. I think so, Declan Rice is definitely sort of out the most. Right.
0: So we're having we're having Abur-Azir is the best, and Declan Rice is most improved. Yeah. Right. The final one is moment of the season, and moment, this yeah. this can be a goal. There's one that comes to mind straight away for me, and I'm I'm sure it'll be the same for you. Yeah. It can be. Uh, a trophy list can be a child coming on at halftime and scoring. Um
1: I can't think of any of those though before
0: everyone calls me up. Yeah. <laughs> um I I, I yeah This also the problem with the awards is there it's it's a lot of recency bias, isn't it? It's the things that come to the top of your head. Exactly straight away.
1: Well let's not beat around the bush. I'm sure it was a fantastic moment for anyone who wasn't a Liverpool fan when we got Smash seven two. Um yeah. if that counts as a moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely, yeah, it could be a game, could be a yeah, exactly. That's a great shout. I didn't even think about that.
1: Um Yeah, Alison, I think that's the one we're both thinking about, really.
0: Yeah. I mean any time a goalkeeper scores, it's gotta be. It's gotta be in there.
1: It wasn't even have a half bad goal. Um It
0: wasn't it wasn't a punt from it wasn't like a, a goal kick that's gone wrong. It was a, a header at goal and he's placed it perfectly. Um,
1: quite like the West Ham celebration.
0: Yeah. That- the, oh, there's been a few good West Ham celebrations, hasn't there? The that's one where they full on
1: made a band and then it got yeah. stop for a second and then they went back to it. Yeah. Um,
0: Liverpool's uh, home uh, run being ended. No, that that's not a good moment. moment. That's not a good moment. Plenty of teams would have had survived. There's also no... There was no relegation battle to sort of give anyone credit for this season. So the lower teams have just sort of not looked... They've been out of it for a few months, really. Yeah, there was never really any danger. Um, I think
1: if you could count the FA Cup final, that was a great moment.
0: Yeah,
1: 100%. I was pretty pleased for that. Uh, Well, for everyone involved there. I'm also just looking... I think I'm going to go, Allison.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm going Allison. To go. If a goalkeeper, the goalkeeper doesn't score almost ever. So just,
1: I'm trying not to be biased. This whole podcast. Yes, I might have uh, avoided studying on my Annie earlier, but uh, we'll get it in there, eh?
0: Yeah. Okay. That's it. We're done.
1: I've got a surprise one for you, though.
0: Oh, go on then. We're not done.
1: Best January transfer. Who? came in and sorted everything out hmm. or or gave them a spark that they needed
0: that's a good one i can't even remember he was signed in January.
1: well i think the obvious one if it counts it wasn't technically a signing but jesse lingard
0: yeah oh yeah it's got to be that hasn't it he could be a shout for a lot of these actually yeah. the signing the season in general he could be up there
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and for surprise as well, was a big surprise. And uh,
1: he also got quite close to my personal one. You know, the one player, uh, most appreciation, that's the one. Yeah. I didn't really used to like him that much, but now I've just seen him. I'm pleased for him, basically. I appreciate him.
0: Yeah. That's oh, now Phillips
1: is who I want to go for. For Nat random Phillips. appreciation? Yeah. What was I thinking?
0: Yeah, fair enough. I'm starting to think I want to change mine too. Go on. I don't know if I... I don't know if I do. Go Maybe on, I just think... want to, I think I might just want to change it to Marcelo Bielsa. But that's not very random, is it?
1: It's not random, but I think... I think that's a great one. Probably better than...
0: Stuart Dallas.
1: Oh, no. Stuart Dallas is a good one.
0: Yeah, I'm sticking with Stuart. Can't Stu.
1: You stick it with Stu and I'll, I'm going to change to Nat Phillips just because I love the man. Full on. My oh, man. No.
0: Or maybe I've changed it again. Maybe it's Chris Wood. Chris Wood. <laughs> I'm going for Chris Wood.
1: I'm surprised you didn't go for a Brighton player, but yeah, go for it.
0: Chrissy Wood is now my random appreciation. Um, and, and yeah, I think, is there any other options for January transfer window signing? Um, no. I not
1: think of any
0: of the bat. So, so, Jay Lings wins that one. Congratulations, Jesse. So, yeah, All right,
1: we'll, oh, more, I'll wrap. more surprise one for you. Oh,
0: just, oh my just, gosh. Can't come, handle this.
1: This is more of a, uh, a personal one again. This is a uh, just a round of season as a podcast. Best corridor of uncertainty podcast moment.
0: Oh, that's a fantastic one. Um, it's just oh, it's come to my mind. mind. You've had a few great ones, Ben. I'll be honest. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be, be surprised be. if I win this. Um You've got, I mean, the amount of options we've got that aren't actually out there, just because I've edited them out, are, is high. There's, Aguero
1: to Arsenal gets up
0: there. Aguero to Arsenal, Suarez in a, in a corridor of, no, in a, in a maze <laughs> of mirrors. That's one of my favorite favorites. What about um, when I've got
1: those players mixed up and I was on a different Robertson or whatever it was, Robinson. Yeah, yeah
0: Bobby Bobby Reed and Harrison Reid, that Reed is a great too. one as well. Um. <laughs> also just the amount of times you said to, what did you say to put in like two words and then there was actually like five words and just couldn't couldn't count to five that was a good moment to do. I but feel I, like think...
1: I might go for Suarez because scoring a Mirror Maze that's quite yeah the Mirror Maze
0: is, is probably my personal favourite I,
1: I kind of want to get that on a t-shirt now yeah maybe we should make maybe we should get some merch
0: well we'll keep we'll bring that up we'll, we'll keep that going um if someone, if somebody's very good, we'll just keep saying they can score in a mirror maze. So then, when, <laughs> when people start listening, we can get mirror maze on a, on a t-shirt. Then that will be absolutely fine.
1: Does that actually make um, any sense? Because I still haven't got my head around if it does.
0: I mean, yeah. it kind of makes sense. If you, if the, if you did put a goal in a mirror maze, it would be quite impressive if you could score. Oh, good. But I just don't understand where enough that came from.
1: No, my brain's a. Uh... I don't really get where a lot of stuff comes from. But, yeah. Um, right, we'll be back uh, at some point this week.
0: Yeah, might have a double. We're not quite hundred percent sure yet, but I'm
1: trying to organise something for the Euros because it's a couple and I wanna get I wanna get predictions out then.
0: Get hyped up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's get, fair enough.
1: Get them predictions out there now. Talk about who's gonna be good, who's I don't know, I haven't really put everything together yet, as you can probably tell. But, um, yeah, we'll sort something out. And we'll be back. I'll be back.
0: Um, I'll just quickly go through our, our awards for anyone that skipped at the end. Okay, gone. We've got player of the season. We've agreed on Harry Kane. Yep. Young player of the season, Phil Foden. Old player of the season, Thiago Silva. Signing of the season, Ruben Diaz. Goal of the season, Eric Lamella, Surprise of the season, Pierre-Emil Hoiberg. Manager of the season, David Moyes. Haircut of the season, uh, Declan Rice and everybody as a share in that award random appreciation is for Nat Phillips and Chris Wood yep. moment of the season is Allison, Um for his goal against West Brom of course um, disappointment of the season Sadio Mane January transfer Jesse Lingard and the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast moment of the season it's got to be the Mirror Maze Suarez
1: could score in the Mirror Maze it
0: could before we try um, the
1: Maze, Sadio you're not my disappointment at the season. You never disappoint me. I love you. There you go. And Declan Rice got best improved. So yeah. Up. So that's almost two awards for one. Two in one. Bang.
0: There you go. Um, and you thanks go. for Craig for joining us for half of this podcast.
1: <laughs> Hope everything's good, wherever the yeah. hell you've gone to.
0: Um. And well, yeah, like we say, we'll be back. Not we'll sure what's far. going on for the rest of this week or the weekend. Um, can't even remember what this weekend's podcast is. We're, we'll find out. You'll find We've out. We've we'll got find out.
1: left wing ranks.
0: Oh yeah, that's the week. It's the weekend now. On the next is the week. Weekday one next, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Left wing ranking is coming up soon. Tune in. It's See you later. A Euro
1: special at some point.
0: Yeah, we will, and then plenty more euros content along the way. Indeed. Indeed. indeed all right then. Indeed. indeed. See you soon.
1: Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for All listening, right. guys. To wrap.